Hey guys, what's up? What's happening? How are you? I hope you're fabulous. If you remember on my previous episode, I went through the very last song on Queen's sixth album, News of the World from 1977. And I talked about one more thing I had to get through before I was officially closing the door on News of the World. And I think as I go through this today, I'm going to talk more about the album in general, partially because if I go through the core of what is on my agenda for this episode, it's probably not going to be very long, but I, I want to elaborate on the album some more. And I've touched on all of these points before, but it's worth emphasizing again how absolutely incredible this album is as a production piece. Because the guys produced this with the help of engineer Mike Stone, but they produced News of the World on their own just like they did the previous album, A Day at the Races, from 76. And what we have because of that is this pristine-sounding balance of bass frequencies all the way up to the higher trebles and everything wonderfully nuanced in between. It makes me wonder what we would have had if the guys had mastered this producing and mixing so well earlier on and sat at the mixing desk for albums like Queen 2, Sheer Heart Attack. Because I love those albums, right? Those are, I am not going to love future Queen albums as much as I love those. I'm just going to say that. There's no point in me denying that. I can, I can confidently say that my very favorite Queen albums, by and large, are behind us already. That's not to say I don't dig, love, enjoy, rock out to the future albums we're going to get to, but the unbridled raw energy of News of the World and previous albums before it is going to become tempered with dancier elements, poppier elements. We're not going to have the same quote unquote progressive rock vibe that has so prominently dominated a lot of the material before this. Yes, I... I love News of the World. I love everything before it. And I want to talk about that some more as I get into the topic today. And the topic today is my one and only, who stole my attention the most? He stole my attention on News of the World. Who was it? I started this little sub-series after the, I think it was the third album when I talked about Sheer Heart Attack. And then I thought, you know what? I want to go back and do that for... Queen and Queen 2 as well. And I've done this after finishing every single album since then, and I'm going to continue to do it. My requirements for this are 
the guy has to attract my attention more than the others. He has to often stand out among the brilliance that we hear. And I want to reiterate that this doesn't mean the other guys were terrible. No, this just means that the man I give the album to stunned me, wowed me more than the rest. And I did, let's see, Queen was Roger, Queen 2 was Freddie, Sheer Heart Attack was John, A Night at the Opera was Brian, A Day at the Races was Freddie, and John got a little bit of honorable mention on that one. And News of the World is, drum roll please, it's very appropriate, it's Roger. Yes, I chose Roger on News of the World, and here's why, you guys. I always have a ton of reasons for this. Here is why. It's not just because he routinely picks up more than just his drumsticks in his compositions, or others that aren't his compositions, for that matter. It's his diversity as a drummer, his Ability to simply know, to know exactly what to do and when to do it. The quiet sparkles of we are the champions that burst into full-on rolls as the chorus explodes. The strategic hesitation, the stop-and-go musical conversations in the verses of Get Down, Make Love. So brilliant. I love, I love the percussion in Get Down, Make Love. The incredibly delicate brushed percussion in my melancholy blues. I just talked about that. And the perfectly playful carabic flair of Who Needs You. He goes full on blues in Sleeping on the Sidewalk and carries some of that inflection into it's late, along with ridiculously fast, loud and crashing rock riffs in the breakdowns of the latter. Speaking of fast and furious, sheer heart attack. Jeez. Punk much? Yes. Roger nails every genre ever on the drums. And I haven't even mentioned his own fight from the inside and that kind of disco thing he throws in there. And that rolling bass that he played. And that electric guitar riff that guitarist Slash called one of his favorites. And his vocals. Let's, let's go beyond the drums here. Roger's vocals, golly. This man is still in this album giving us edge, grit, softness, and all that in his lead and backing vocals. Roger's ability to sing through his drums, to perform them as a voice, to add those fills that create so much color and interest in a fleeting moment. I mentioned in a previous dive, I think multiple times, and it may have even been when I kicked off News of the World, that Brian once made a comment, or was it Freddie? See, everything just blurs together. <laughs> Maybe they both alluded to this. But the comment was, Roger, his role in the band as 
a contributor of different genres was huge because I guess Brian and John especially were always focused on the band and very inside that world. Roger was the one saying, we need to get out and see this and listen to this and see these people in these bands. We need to take that in. He understood how productive the influence of other material could be on the whole. And I think his material, his contribution, Sheer Heart Attack being the obvious one, and Fight from the Inside with that tiny bit of, again, almost like a disco groove. You really hear that, that he brings that approach to what he's playing. And I think beyond just his compositions alone, his style of playing demonstrates his focus on musical trends at large. So you have these guys who bring so much importance, each of them, to the band. And this was obviously a key thing with Roger and his involvement with Queen. And I'm sure this wasn't even planned. Nobody said to Roger, hey, you're going to be the one that goes out there and checks out the bands and, and the groups and the artists. I think he, being a fan of all of this music, simply wanted to pay attention and dive into these different elements of this different kind of music. Because even if he wasn't a huge fan, or even if his thoughts around a genre like punk shifted from intrigue to, well, maybe this doesn't have a lot of, as he said himself, musical validity, he still had an interest in it. And he still understood the role it played in his creations and beyond. And that's I think, I think for me, when I think about him on News of the World, I very much hear that. And that's another reason why, as I thought about News of the World, I, I thought, hey, this is Rogers, this album. That's where my ears go. He takes News of the World for me. He takes it flat out. And I thought about this a lot. At the end of my last episode, I mentioned how sometimes when I get through an album halfway, in the previous album's case, it was kind of halfway through the second side, I thought, there's another guy here who's really impressing me. And News of the World is so wonderfully produced that honestly, I, I really could have picked any of the guys for this album. You've got phenomenal songwriting from each and every one of them. You've got vocals from Roger, Brian, and Freddie that are fantastic. John's bass lines are out of this world on news of the world. But I just had to think, okay, that is all pretty standard. My thoughts and feelings around how brilliant each of these guys is, that's really nothing new. So who is it? When I think about each of the songs on the album, who is it that I'm like, wow? And more often than not here, yes, it was Roger. It's the drums, man. It's the drums. I love what he does. And I was thinking about his, his experience, how he plays, what Brian has said about how he plays, etc. And Roger is a flashy drummer, first of all. He loves the big drum sound, which I'm a huge fan of as well. 
But beyond that, his feel for the rhythms is this whole other animal that he doesn't like to be confined to a page. He'd rather feel it out and say, okay, I think this is how this needs to be played. And because of that, because he's fitting into the music as a piece of it, as a voice of it, he's not sitting there thinking, how can I stand out? He's even been known to say he's not a huge fan of drum solos, which I'm very sad about because I love Keep Yourself Alive. I love his drum solo in Keep Yourself Alive. The longer his drum solo in a live setting in that song, the better. Sign me up. I love it when he plays for like a minute and a half, two minutes during his drum solo. But he doesn't do that a lot. He didn't do that a lot. He doesn't do that a lot. And he could. He absolutely could, but he chooses to be more of an integrated piece of the whole. And I really love that because these guys, Roger included, they have egos. They love to do their thing and and get the attention for it and be recognized and praised for that. But he still is, he's a part of the whole. So I'm, I'm thinking about all this as I think about news of the world and the fact that I'm giving it to Roger and what I love about what he's done here. And I want to talk more about that too. The nuances, the dynamics in these songs here, especially on the percussion side. I've, I've talked about dynamics in Queen's music in general and how, of course, they have a wonderful way of starting off extremely unassuming and soft. We Are the Champions is a perfect example of this and crashing in to the point where we almost have to turn our volume down when the chorus comes. And part of that is the drums. Part of that is that huge that comes in before the chorus. Right? And we are the champions. There's that huge roll that slams into our ears and it sets the tone. And I, I feel like on many songs on News of the World, we get that from the percussion where it sets that tone. And I want to go back to Get Down, Make Love. If you listen to my dive, I talked about that extensively. My affinity for those musical conversations in the verses. The back and forth, those hesitations, the playfulness, the heat it creates, the tension it creates. And then the dynamics that that we see, that we get from Raj, that we hear, rather. We compare something like a really hard-hitting rock number like Sheer Heart Attack, which is all and out punk like against my melancholy blues or who needs you and you think is this even the same guy <laughs> is this even the same man playing playing these drums what a treat getting this kind of expression from Roger on the drums and fight from the inside which is only one of my favorite tracks on the album period. And as I said, he picks up more instruments in songs that we wouldn't expect, right? But I love that we get him on that bass. We get him on guitar. We get him in the back, singing those backing vocals. And of course, 
He's got the lead. Hello, fight from the inside. That scream, fight from the inside. Ooh. It's one of the best decompressing songs ever. So yeah, News of the World, one of their best mixed albums, one of their best produced. And I think a big highlight of that is the way the drums are their own character in this play. Stunning stuff that Roger Taylor. So he is my pick for News of the World. Yes, I did have a moment. I actually had a moment where I thought, you know what? Maybe it's Deaky. Because the more I thought about the bass lines too, because you guys bass, you guys know, bass doesn't often stand out much. It's not meant to. But John Deacon and his brilliance, his bass brilliance is impressive. It doesn't even describe how phenomenal he is as a bassist. The guys are super lucky, blessed that they got that man because he was their, what was it, their seventh, eighth bassist. Many of them came and went, some in quite a flash, one performance or two, and that was it. They didn't fit. They didn't work. And then John comes in, all shy and unassuming, quiet, reserved most of the time. Quite witty, though. If you ever listen to an interview with him in a chatty mood, it is really surprising and a real treat to listen to. He's such a cutie, John. There are moments where he'll speak up a little bit more. And like the others, he's very well-spoken and intelligent. But yeah, John, John and his bass. Yeah, could talk about him too. And of course, Freddie and Brian, they're all brilliant, but I have to pick one, right? There can only be one. (laughs) That's not for a few albums yet, but I don't care. It's still queen-ish. So that is it, ladies and gents. Roger Taylor takes news of the world as a whole. I'm not going to give honorable mention to anybody this time, despite my slight leanings of, well, no, it's got to be Raj. And yeah, I have chosen for a few of the albums, future albums, I've already chosen my man (laughs) for each, but we'll see if that changes. It's not written in stone. I'm not, you know. It is not finalized until I've gone through the album as a whole because I know the songs, you guys. I know them so well. But as I go through my deep dives, there is something new. There's something fun, surprising, a performance I wasn't aware of, a fact I didn't know. Somebody came up with this. Somebody did this in the studio. There's all those things that I never know until suddenly I do. And I'm like, wow. All of a sudden, the song takes on a completely different shape, and I feel differently about the whole song. And when that happens, I start to feel differently about the guys and their performances in the songs. So I never like to be totally dialed in until I've gone through the very last number. I still can't believe I'm done with their sixth album. I can't believe I started this whole thing at the beginning of 2021. And 
here I am before the end of the year and it's already been six albums. I can't believe it. And we're going to get into their next album, which it, (laughs) so it has, there's going to be a lot of interesting facts around it. And I have some harsh criticisms for it myself. And it's going to be interesting to talk about that. I don't think I'm alone in my critique. In fact, I'm sure I'm not based on things I've read online, especially on the Queen subreddit. But that is for another episode. I think maybe I'll take a little Queen break and I'll talk about something else. I'm still not sure what. I still have a long list of things I could talk about, but I'll get there. Maybe I'll talk about coffee again. I'm so excited. I got more Beanbox coffee coming. All right, you guys. That is it. I'm done rambling. Keep yourselves alive. If you're in the States and I don't do another episode before Turkey Day, I hope you have a fantastic and safe holiday. I hope you eat well. Eat something different, right? Everybody's all about, and it's funny because I took some flack from some people on a message board about, (laughs) it was all in good fun, but they're like, what? You don't like stuffing? No. You guys, I'm just going to be honest. I don't like stuffing. I've tried so many different kinds of stuffings and I don't like them. Hardly ever, like nothing, I don't know, is, is it because it's not cooked well? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of onions and something about stuffing I swear the breading is never crunchy and I don't like mushy breading with nondescript mixed in seasonings and such that I can't really tell what it is, but I know there's all kinds of stuffing out there. So anyway, yeah, I'm not, turkey is okay. I'm not a fan of typical Thanksgiving fare, if I'm honest. Give me a steak and a baked potato, not mashed potatoes baked potato, steak, broccolini maybe? Some sort of kale salad? Yeah. Glass of red wine. Mm -hmm. That, that is a great Thanksgiving. All right, you guys. Anyway, I hope you have a good holiday and I'll be back next time. Take care of yourselves until then. Indulge. And yeah, if you're not in the States, just eat. Eat with us. Let's all eat together. And for one day, let's get fat. Okay, guys. I'll talk to you next time.